Hello, welcome to the podcast, What A Week That Was, where I look at the week's news uh, via a YouTube video. This is the audio from said video. Link should be, all being well, in the description. Maybe not straight away, but certainly by the time you're there. A big shout out to uh, my American friends and people all over the world who listen to this broadcast. It is, pardon me, greatly appreciated. We're now going to start the actual broadcast. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about this week, weirdly is Doctor Who. <laughs> it's like, what? Anyway, here goes. Bim, guess what? We're live. It's eight o'clock and it is a Friday. That could only mean one thing. It's time for What A Week That Was. With me, where I discuss the week's news, uh, hopefully lightheartedly. Um, obviously there's some serious subjects to cover as well, but we try and do it as lightheartedly as we can. Uh, also available on a podcast. Apparently I'm online, my phone's just told me. Which is very helpful. I don't know why it tells me I'm online when it's my own blinking account. But anyway, we're, uh, we're live and we are um, going to talk about the news. Uh, L-O-N-E, indeed. I'm fresh with my, uh, in my tummy, the old um, chicken skewers which I cooked earlier. And put the video up for where tasty they were too. Anyway, uh, I digress. First subject. Oh, hi, JT. Hope you're well as well. So, uh, yeah, we're getting people in. Don't forget, if you want to join in the chat, uh, then join us when it's live. More people watch this when it's not live than when it's live. Um, so try and join us when, when it's live. Uh, GMT from now on, it will be 8 o'clock GMT uh, on a Friday, as in 20 hundred hours. Because I know Americans might think I do this at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no. No, I no, I ain't got no time for that. So we are talking about the important things of the week. And somewhat weirdly, Doctor Who kind of ties in with a lot of the stuff that's gone on this week. Uh, spoiler alert, I will be talking about the last episode of Doctor Who uh, to be broadcast, which was only on... Uh, Sunday or Friday or Saturday whenever it was um, so spoilers if you've not watched it maybe skip forward 5 or 10 minutes um, and that way you will miss me talking about Doctor Who you're not a fan of Doctor Who don't worry normal news will be resumed but uh, basically Doctor Who is famous for regenerating um, people said oh he's regenerated as a woman last time when Jodie uh, Whittaker took over and I'm like well technically he's not a he he's an alien so he can regenerate as anything. We could have uh, Doctor Who the dog, but that's that's for another day, another story. Uh, so yeah, we had the um, the episode, which was on for quite a while, to be fair, and full of loads of special effects and everything, but it was the last one to be written by Chris Chibnall. Hopefully, now uh, Russell T. Davis has got it back, uh, it will get better than it has been of late. Um, usual suspects were in it. Uh, we had the Cybermen, the Daleks, and of course, uh, the Master, now, the Master uh, is currently played by the gentleman in the picture, which is the Asian guy. Sadly, I don't know his name because I forgot to look it up. Oops. Um, but I, I, I kind of miss Missy. I thought Missy was the best Master ever, um, apart from, obviously, the original one back in the day. But uh, Missy was so so good. And this guy, he does his best, but it's not the same. So, who knows? We may get a new um, Master, of course, if you look what happened at the end of the episode of Doctor Who, that could be the case. Anyway, uh, we digress. So Doctor Who, it was all this big hurrah. It's um, uh, Jodie Whittaker's last 
appearance as the Doctor, but we know that may not be true because they do have a tendency of coming back, as we found out in this episode, when a lot of old Doctors reappeared, um, including a dead one, which kind of surprised me a little bit, but obviously no, it was played by the actor who played him in the TV remake of the drama of the uh, documentary of the making of the first Doctor Who. Um, but anyway, uh, convoluted. Uh, it all goes peak tongue for the Doctor, as it generally does, when they're about to regenerate. And um, she began the process of regeneration, which again is not unusual. It happens a lot. Um, it's happened about what, 14, 15 times. Not all of them on screen. Uh, we've had a few Doctors that have uh, been and gone, and they've not actually appeared on screen, including one. It wasn't actually appeared anywhere uh, is a future doctor. Anyway, this is where the spoiler is. Hey, well done, Smiley Mac. Got the, got the, the, the notification. So, um, this is the spoiler. So, if you don't want to, do not want to know the spoiler of Doctor Who, then just fast forward for a, a couple of minutes, uh, and we will uh, we will carry on with the regular. So, big big ending. Uh, all the um, companions left the Doctor on their own to do the regeneration which in itself is a bit unusual and when uh, Jodie Whittaker went eh, eh, like they do um, and all the flames and everything coming out her clothes changed as well and I thought whoa whoa hey, no, we've got no time for that what's going on there why are the clothes changing um, and it ended up being Mr Tennant Mr Tennant is the new Doctor Who, but he's an old Doctor Who, so he's come back many years after leaving the role as the Doctor. And I'm like, whoa, why are we doing this? Because it's a time travel program. We could easily have Tennant doing episodes of Doctor Who, where he's either in the alternate universe that he ended up in, or in between stories that we've we've seen on TV we don't need it's time travel or he could just time travel into or whatever it, it just seemed a bizarre thing to do so we've now got the new doctor and a lot of people have been telling me oh yeah it's brilliant because you know he's my favorite doctor and I can see why he was you know he was, he was pretty pretty cool at the time um, I mean all the new doctors to be fair have been good I've liked them all um, I, I wasn't a big fan of some of the older Doctors, but the Doctor I grew up with, uh, and will always be the Doctor for me, was uh, a certain John Pertwee, who was the third Doctor, um, and that was when I started watching Doctor Who to a bit, and has given me my bizarre fear of, pardon me, um, spiders, because of the really crappy spider one that they did. I think it was his last one actually, where he goes, meow, 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 stupid voice thing, and it, yeah, I, I was little, and I, to this day, I can't stand spiders, and I could only put it down to Doctor Who, because we had an outside toilet and everything, um, but everyone's got their own Doctor, you know, some people will be Tom Baker, some people will be uh, uh, Davidson or whatever, but we've now got Tennant back, and apparently, they're bringing back um, his companion as well. And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. When she left, um, she got a brain swipe thing where everything was wiped out of her brain. 
So how is she going to be able to come back when she's been, unless he goes to her, but she can't remember anything. So everything's going to be new to her again, like a goldfish. So, but Tenet's got it. Apparently they're going to do three episodes and then next year, the guy who was expecting to be Doctor Who at this moment will become Doctor Who. And the irony is, of course, that the number of Doctor Who's we've had has been quite intense. Who am I in the way of? Oh, wrong way. Oh, let's go that way. There you go. The War Doctor. So we've got um, all the Doctors there mixed up. Uh, and that includes all the Doctors. So we've got the Doctor who did the movie, which is two, two down, two across. We've got the Doctor that hasn't been a Doctor yet, or certainly hasn't been transformed into a Doctor, which will probably be the next one, uh, which is the next one along, next to Jodie Whittaker. Um, but I liked most of these Doctors. I wasn't a big fan of um, Baker. Actually, oh yeah, there he is. Um, Baker and Baker. Christopher Eccleston got me into Doctor Who. Well, he would do, because that's when it come back, and, it, and that's when it was gritty. When... Yeah, of course he was. Yeah, let's say we're all different ages. Um, you know, I know people who... The first Doctor, who is bottom row, second from the left, um, when he started, and, you know, they'd never seen anything like it before. And to be fair, when you watch TV, uh, Doctor Who is unlike anything else that's ever been on TV before anyway. Um, but say so mine is top right, John Pertwee. And I kind of watched a little bit of Tom Baker, but I don't know, I just couldn't get into it, so I kind of moved on. And then I never watched anymore. So Sylvester McCoy, um, Davidson, the other Baker, um, never watched them. And then when the new Doctor Who started with Christopher Eccleston, um, it was like, well, you know, I didn't watch it when I were a kid, so I'm not going to watch it now. And, and I didn't bother. So I think the first series went by completely. And then the second series started sometime later with uh, Tenant. And then, um, yeah, the, the mannequin things. But they'd been, they'd been in an earlier Doctor Who. In fact, I had a statue. Well, sure, I'm much of a Doctor Who fan I am. On my desk here, I've got a Dalek. And I've got Cyberman as well. But I also had... Um, although I give it away to a, a massive Doctor Who fan who comes into the shop, um, what was reportedly a prop for the first series of Doctor Who, or one of the first series of Doctor Who, where the mannequins first came along, which was the hand with the fingers chopped off and then a gun sticking out of it. But just, obviously it wasn't a real hand, it was plastic. I mean, it was not sticker or anything. Uh, and then they brought them back for the first uh, episode of the first... Uh, relaunch with Russell T Davis as Doctor Who and Chris Freckleston. But I caught oh, about 20 minutes of one of the Tenant ones and I thought, whoa, this is actually quite good. So then I watched the next one and the next one and then I got back into it again. Uh, and then eventually, with catch-up uh, and repeats, I, I did catch Christopher Eccleston's attempt. What I liked about it was the fact that it they, they kind of updated it all. Um, but now... I think they went a bit too far with Jodie Whittaker, not because she was a woman, uh, just the script writing went a bit off. But now we've got Russell T Davis back, and you're like, things are going to be good. And I predict uh, brighter days ahead for Doctor Who. Hello, Boris. Hope you're well. I know you've got a lot of time on your hands these days. Uh, sorry about your uh, lack of getting in to 10 Down Street earlier on this week, but, you know, a few happens. Um, 
so yeah all that has been going on with Doctor Who and it, it's it kind of <laughs> when life imitates art but more of that later um what else has been going on this week why are they all mixed in there that doesn't make sense what's been going on what's been going on why is that there when well, it shouldn't be there that should be somewhere else I did get Rushy in, it was the perfect plan. Oh yeah, Rushy, yeah, your favourite. Everyone likes a bit of Rushy. Uh, we've had some breaking news this week. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, the original rock and roller, has sadly passed away at the age of 86, uh, which, let's be honest, is a good age. And he had a very hell-raising, active life, uh, and was still performing up to uh, fairly recently, apparently. Although he does look like one of the Beach Boys in that picture. Uh, but anyway, yeah, sadly he's passed away. Now, here we go. News. Uh, on Saturday of last week, China, China, uh, one of our favourite countries, um, had their big congress that they have where they have everyone there and all the important people and all the people who just clap and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and their previous leader... Um, before the current guy was escorted out basically two guys come up picked him up off his chair and, and kind of escorted him out and it was like whoa this is a bit unusual it was a bit like I don't know the Tories escorting Boris Johnson out of number 10 and Liz Truss almost simultaneously but uh, yeah it was, a, it was a very odd thing because normally they are keep everything kind of under wraps and everything. Talking to Boris. Hi Boris. He uh, flew black, back from his holiday uh, looking, well, like he'd not been on holiday, to be fair. Like he'd been on the uh, the moors in Scotland or somewhere. Anyway, he'd come back on his holiday because he, he, he sniffed a chance of becoming Prime Minister again. Now, bear in mind, he'd only been kicked out less than two months earlier. Um, it is you. Um, and he decided that he'd come back and he'd have a go at uh, getting the 100 members of the MPs in the Tory party to actually uh, endorse him and get him to get into the um, race for the leader. There was him, there was Penny and there was Rishi. Now only Penny at this point had actually said that she wanted to put herself forward Rishi hadn't, but rumours were he'd already got the numbers. Uh, you missed the Doctor Who chat, yes. Uh, with your Dalek um, little icon thing, very good. I can do that as well. He says. Let's see if it works, I it's going to wake up. No, it's too... No, it's not working. But yeah, there you go. So... <laughs> um, yeah, Boris uh, was ringing round trying to get support for himself to become uh, the next regenerated, as he was previously Prime Minister. I.e., he tried to do uh, a, a David Tennant even before Tennant had been announced at doing it. Um, if, it's, if it's someone I was talking about very recently, or talking to very recently on a on a social media app, then I would I would think I know who it is. So uh, Boris was putting his um, 
get his his his, his phone number, uh, ringing up all his friends, his little black book and everything. Sadly, a lot of them were his exes who didn't want to support him in any way because he wasn't supporting them. Uh, Rishi on Sunday uh, decided to put himself forward. Excellent. Uh, he, he put himself forward and decided to become. You can rewind this so you can watch it from the beginning if you want, Master Beef. Um, you might want to do that if you, if you want to watch the uh, Doctor Who bit. Although I will go on it again, but it'll be in an hour and a bit. Um, so Rishi put himself forward on Sunday and we already knew that he had the support. Now I said, it's on here, it's on what a week that was. It's in the newspaper, it's on everything, I've, all my social media and everything, that he should have been Prime Minister uh, when Boris left because he's competent. Uh, he screwed up with the tax thing with his wife, but other than that, he knows what he's doing. He's got a brain. And Liz trusts well, you know. Anyway, put himself forward. Meanwhile, getting uh, a third term, which is Xi uh, Jinping, whatever he's called, gets third per term as the leader of the Chinese Federation. Now, bearing in mind that you're only allowed to do two, he is doing a Putin, uh, as in becoming there, he's going to be there for life. And I always thought he was quite mild-mannered, but he's actually, he, he's coming across now as being a bit dangerous, because he's basically saying that he thinks that the um, Taiwan situation possibly could only be resolved by invasion. Uh, and I'm like, well, you can't invade what you think is your own country anyway, but let's go with that shall we? Anyway, um, Boris, sadly, sorry Boris, um, although he's got a thumbs up there with a right miserable face on, he doesn't get the right number of people, or if he does, he decides against standing as uh, a, a contender for the prime ministerial uh, position that's available. Um, so he, he, well, he doesn't pull out of the uh, competition, he doesn't go into the competition. So it leaves things wide open and many people were happy about that i mean i i wasn't bothered either way but uh certain bbc newsreader was beside herself with joy over this and then got suspended because you have to be impartial um, which i thought was a bit a bit ott uh they've got to be able to show emotion the chinese prime minister bambini the poo because people always made fun of him saying that's what he looks like <laughs> indeed um Although, it looks like, well, anyway. Uh, yeah, this uh, lady is no longer reading the news on the BBC, unless she's been reimposed re re again. But, uh, yeah, she showed too much uh, excitement, which left two in the race, Rishi Sunak and Penny Mordant. Now, Penny was allegedly struggling to get the numbers. You need 100 MPs to support you. By this point, Richie was over, well, getting on for 200, if not over 200. And there's only 300 not MPs. So she was desperately looking around, trying to pick up some of the uh, Boris Johnson uh, supporters and all that kind of thing. But um, by the time um, the following day came, which was Monday, I hope keeping up with this, uh, there was, you had to declare yourself as the MP, not as an MP, as a contender uh, by... Uh, and prove that you've got the number of MPs, i.e. 100, by 2pm on Monday. 
at 2 minutes to 2 p.m. on Monday, Penny Morden withdrew herself from the race. So basically, she didn't get enough support from the MPs. Now, bearing in mind she come third in the election where uh, Liz Truss won, then it was hardly surprising. So, we went to the committee room that they have in the uh, House of Parliament and uh, instead of reading out uh, the nominees and also the number of MPs who were backing them, uh, basically we they crowned um, Rishi uh, as the new leader of the Tory party, but he was not the Prime Minister. Liz Truss at this point is still the Prime Minister. You can only become Prime Minister when you've actually spoken to the King, having the, having the previous Prime Minister resign directly to the King, and then the King asks you to form a government, and at that point you become Prime Minister. Now that was not going to happen on Monday because the Prime Minister was not in London, so it was going to happen on Tuesday. Never mind, it didn't stop the celebrations, so at Conservative headquarters, um, Rishi got a rapturous round of applause from all his uh, MPs and supporters and workers and whatnot on the steps of the official Conservative Party headquarters. Um, and he also blanked, which I thought was brilliant. I don't know if anyone else picked up on it or not. I can't remember his name now, uh, but one of the really irritating, I think it was the former health secretary guy, uh, it was clapping very, at the front very, you know, happily as as Rishi walks out of the car and then this, um, walks up to the people and starts shaking their hands. But deliberately, this guy kind of edges around to shake his hand. Rishi walks past him and shakes the other person right next to him and then goes across. And I'm like, whoa, you've just been blanked, mate. But uh, that was Tuesday night. Uh, there was a little crappy speech that he did. And then on, uh, no, Monday night, sorry, and then on Monday, Tuesday morning, Liz Truss came out with her family, I didn't even know she had kids, I'll be honest with you, be fair, before she even became Prime Minister, I didn't even know she was married, anyway, she did a speech about how well she'd done in the 14 and a half hours that she'd been Prime Minister, the shortest uh, Prime Minister in history, she then went to the King, uh, the brand new King, and resigned, which is his first resignation of a Prime Minister, and then Richie, uh, went and they know each other well these two gentlemen know each other well so we've got the brand new king and the brand new prime minister um, oh you're all right Angela it's fine we're having fun um, and everything is hunky-dory the shaking hands there's no more oh dear oh dear oh dear and anything like that um, so <laughs> yeah uh, we have now got a new prime minister so what happens? Well, not a lot initially because, well, he hasn't got a cabinet. Um, so what he has to do is he has to come back and talk to the um, press and do a speech, which I thought was really good. I'll be honest with you. Uh, like I said before, this guy's got a brain. He knows what he's doing. And I think, yeah, okay, I, I nicknamed him in the paper. I call him Rishi Rich. Um, because, well, he's, he's rich, um, but it's not his wealth. He's, he's practically a self-made millionaire, and he married into money. Um, so he's kind of worked hard to get where he is in that respect. Uh, he's obviously worked hard in, as a politician as well, and during COVID and other crises when he was uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer, he seemed to be competent. So 
I'm, I'm quite happy that he's Prime Minister. Uh, India are leaping on it because he's the first Indian Prime Minister. Well, technically he's not. He's an English Prime Minister from Indian heritage, but I get where they're coming from. He's certainly the first Hindu, um, practicing Hindu. But again, all that's irrelevant. I don't care who they are. Um, you know, it could be, it literally could be Mr. Blobby, as long as they do the job right. Who cares? So, fingers crossed, he's going to do well. That's good um, th uh, that he's so rich because he might not be able to be bought as easy. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, it looks like Sasha Darwin, who plays the master in Doctor Who. I can never unsee it. There is a bit of that, and there is a, a couple of memes around uh, like that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is unfortunate. He's the youngest uh, Prime Minister as well for 200 years. I think he's only 42. Oh, he's a bear. Um, so, anyway, he come up with this new cabinet. Now, this could be interesting because I don't know how big this image is. There we go. Um, and his new cabinet comprises of uh, lots of people who we know because they've been around before. Um, so... Dominic Raab uh, is the Deputy Prime Minister, uh, Jeremy Hunt stays as Chancellor, uh, James Cleverley is the Foreign Secretary. Uh, now, uh, Stella, this is, this is a controversy, the Home Secretary. Now, she resigned a week ago, last week, because she sent an email uh, on her personal email that should have been sent on her government email. So she said she'd done wrong, so she resigned. And then she did a letter where off it was saying, I did wrong, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have done better, I apologise, I resign. And then just led into list trust for the next half of the letter about trustworthy, uh, not knowing when your time's up, and all this kind of stuff. And now she's back. Now, I don't know why she's back, but again, if she does a decent job, that's fine. But it is a bit worrying uh, that he's took her back in. But everything else is okay. So Ben Wallace remains sec a Defence Secretary, which is good because obviously we're dealing with Russia and Ukraine at the moment. Uh, Oliver Dowden is the Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster. No idea what that means. Michael Gove, the most interesting man in politics, is the Leveling Up Secretary, which is where he was previously. So again, that might be quite good. Grant Shapps is the Business Secretary. Um, and then we've got uh, a, a new International Trade Secretary, Work and Pensions Secretary, Paymaster General, Health Secretary, Education Secretary. Theresa Coffey has moved to Environment Secretary, which is probably better than Health, bearing in mind she likes a, a cigar and a beer. Um, and then we've got a new Transport Secretary, uh, Secretary of State for Northern Ireland, which of course we're coming on to later on. Uh, Secretary of State for Scotland and Wales, two separate people, Leader of the Commons, which is Penny Mordaunt. Now Penny Mordaunt apparently is fuming that um, she is staying in the job that she had previously. She wanted to be in a better job, but uh, there you go, what can you do? Um, and then you've got the Leader of the Lords, Culture Secretary, Nazim Zawali is the Minister Without uh, Portfolio and the Party Chairman, which I don't understand what a Minister Without Portfolio means, whether it means you can just kind of, you know, if someone's off on holiday, you just go in and, uh, and, and join them. And then you've got the Chief Whip, uh, Chief Secretary of the Treasury, Attorney General, and these are probably off your screen, uh, Minister Without Portfolio, portfolio which is uh, Gavin Williamson. Oh my God, Gavin Williamson's back. He's the Education Secretary. He was rubbish. Um, but he's got no, portfo no portfolio, so he's probably going to be okay. Um, Minister for uh, Veterans Affairs, which we've not had before. Minister for Immigration, which we need to talk about as well. Minister for Development and uh, Minister for Security. 
So all them are the, the new cabinets. And one of the first things he did when he went to PMQs, apart from actually stand up to, I have to admit, an improving uh, Sir Keir Starmer. Sir Keir Starmer isn't much of a wet lettuce anymore, I think because I've been described as a wet lettuce and then a, a lettuce beats Liz Trust for her premiership. He's probably thinking, I don't want to be a wet lettuce anymore. So he's now trying to be a proper politician. And he seemed to be a little bit better at PMQs this week than what he has been ever. But he still got put down by um, Rishi. So um, what Rishi said was, um, when asked by the Green Party about uh, fracking, that uh, the ban that had been lifted by List Trust on fracking was now reintroduced again uh, by Rishi. So basically fracking is banned again. Um, again, I'm not convinced about that because I think we sooner have fracking than no electricity. But anyway, he's a bright guy, knows what he's doing. Um, where are we? I thought I'd written some uh, some little quotes down that uh, I haven't done though. But like I say, uh, Sir Keir Starmer was better. Uh, sorry, I know we've got past the Doctor Who section, but would you love to see playing the Doctor? Did you ever watch Misfits and or Game of Thrones? Um, in Misfits, I only watched Misfits. Um, uh, the, the lad who played Simon, uh, Ewan, Ewan. Uh, he can do gentle, he can do athletic, he can do comedy, because he was in Vicious as well, as the uh, the Yorkshire lad upstairs with the uh, the two homosexual uh, old actors downstairs. Uh, and obviously he can do drama, uh, and I think he'd just be perfect. I can see him as a Doctor Who, and that's the one person I'd want to see as a Doctor Who. And he's Welsh as well. If that's what you say his name is, that'll do, but that's what I think should be Doctor Who. I mean, he's, he's still a very young guy, so he's got 20, 30 years where he could still jump in the job and do it. So yeah, fingers crossed, he would he would do it. He would be my choice as Doctor. I know it's a great choice. I know what I'm doing. I should be the Prime Minister. No, no, maybe not. Um, so yeah, we've got the Prime Minister of Britain. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Since Wednesday, politics has got a bit boring. But not to worry. We've still got Putin. And technically that's politics. So Wednesday... Uh, Putin, um, everyone's favourite matter, matter um, said that, uh, well I didn't say, he oversaw uh, nuclear missile exercises. Now they weren't live nuclear missiles, they were basically the launchers of nuclear uh, missiles. I think Michael Sheen would upset uh, um, David Tennant quite a bit. Um, as your choice, Master Beef, and Saran Jones. Yeah, I think Saran Jones would do a good job as well, because um, she's played many different things. I'm currently watching her in the original, when she first started off in Coronation Street, where she was married to, uh, it's on ITV3, where she's married to, um, oh, what's he called? Uh, taxi driver guy. Uh, uh, the, the, the son of the Irish guy. Our turf shirt, to be sure, to be sure. David said his pick would be Michael. All right, okay then. That's only because they're friends. Anyway, Putin's overseeing uh, nuclear testing, which is a bit dangerous, one thinks. Does one? Well, one does. Or does it? 
Uh, my dream would be Damien Maloney from being human. Was he the vampire guy with the long hair? Uh, a bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Paul Dorkish. Yes, right, there you go. Um, now, something else that's facing the axe, because apparently people are getting a bit fed up with Putin in Russia. So, oh no, no, sorry, it was the one after him. All right, I did watch it. I only watched the first series. The Ford Fiesta is soon to be no more. He'd be a great master. Yeah, yeah, he would be a good master as well. Um, the Ford Fiesta is going to be axed by Ford uh, as uh, a manufactured car. This is one of the early models. This is the XR2. It's one of my least favourite cars I've ever driven, that particular car. Not necessarily the XR2, but the Ford Fiesta of that era. The gearbox was shocking in it. It was absolutely dire. It put me off Ford. I've never had a Ford since. Um, but they've improved them a little bit by the looks of things. And that's the current Ford Fiesta, which looks a bit nicer. But yeah, the Ford is going. So it's going to end up in the same uh, metaphorical scrap heap as the rather cool but murderous Capri. The Ford Escort, which was the first car I ever had. Ford Escort Mark II. I've discussed it many times on here. Um, the Sierra has gone as well so yeah they're drastically reducing the numbers and makes of cars and things uh, and the Fiesta is next to go they will be kicking them out of production very very soon indeed now Rishi has made another decision and again I agree with this one I really love the old Russian larder yeah have you ever watched them um, crash TV programs where they do Russian dash cams and everything, um, you, you see a lot of just get mushed to pieces and people just get out of it. There's that famous one where it gets absolutely crushed under the front of a lorry and the guy just kind of crawls out of a bit of window that's about that big and he's fine. Um, and they're also very popular when I was into banger racing and everything. Um, they were really strong cars, you know, it, literally it was just... You, you, you lose a wheel, whatever, but you just stick a new wheel on and off you go. Uh, and, you, you know, the, the, the whole roof would be ripped off, but you just get a bit of tea cut and it'd come back again. It was They're amazing cars. They, they were built to last, but they were built for the Soviets' uh, uh, weather, which is very extreme. You've got, obviously, the ice and cold, but in the summer it gets incredibly hot as well. So, uh, yeah, they were built to last. Um, talking of weather, the uh, conference, uh, COP, uh, 27 is going to be in Egypt in a couple of weeks and Rishi Sunak the new Prime Minister of Britain has said he's not going and I agree uh, he doesn't need to go because no matter what we do as a country it ain't going to affect anything to do with the world but more importantly we've got things he needs to sort out now in Britain uh, and he's only got a couple of weeks before they have to do the budget statement which has been put back until the 17th of November um, to try and sort out the UK economy to settle the pound, to settle the markets, um, and it's just one of them things where the climate change, we're doing as much, if not more, than other countries. We need to sort our important stuff out so people can afford to buy electricity, buy gas, heat their houses, buy food, and if Rishi can, would sooner sort that out, I think, yeah, fair play. He's not going to be here for the whole time because he's got to go to the G20, um, so he'd be out of the country for a few weeks, which when we need him here to sort out the mess that list trust and generally the economy has caused, including obviously the invasion of uh, Ukraine by Russia. 
but he, he needs to be here to sort that out. We don't need him flying all over the world. He's got to go to the G20. Uh, I get that. But um, it's fair to say that I don't think the COP27 is a priority that it should go to. I think he should stick to trying to sort Britain out and we just carry on doing COP20. But that was announced on Thursday that it wasn't going. And people are like, oh, he's got to go because he's our Prime Minister. I'm like, no, no, no. Also possibly going to uh, the G20 is Vladimir Putin, the uh, President of Russia. Um, he, he basically said that uh, Russia has avoided the main um, sanctions that have been imposed on. I agree with that. People are giving him stick for not attending the climate change conference, but he's, he's right staying in Britain, focusing on issues here. Yes, Master Beef. If it was like five years ago, then you'd be like, yeah, go on, get over there, sort it out. And he, he would. But there's more important things for Rishi to sort out at the moment. He's not just come Prime Minister. He's got to sort out the mess left by List Trust in, what, seven weeks? It's unbelievable. Anyway, um, so, yeah, he says that uh, Russia have uh, survived and have not noticed the sanctions against them. Uh, has accused the West of igniting the war and uh, has, again, threatened along with some of his aides. Um, well, he's a politician. People always complain, no matter what. Uh, that's the problem with politicians. Well, it's not the problem with politicians. Uh, you can't get everyone to agree to everything all of the time. Uh, and it's very rare when you're a politician you can get anyone, everyone to agree to anything, ever. So, yeah, you're going to upset some people, you're not going to upset other people. But, no, definitely the right thing to do uh, is look after uh, our immediate troubles and then, you know, maybe next year go to COP28 uh, when things have hopefully calmed down a bit. So, yeah, uh, Putin is basically just still rat sabre-rattling like he does. Uh, meanwhile, Shell... Um, this is weird, to be fair. They've pro, uh, doubled profits, more than doubled profits year on year for this quarter, um, by I think it was like just short of nine million, and previously it was two no, nine billion, sorry, and previously it was two billion. But this is worldwide profits, uh, so they're on about doing another tax on the profits of the big companies. And to be fair, the big companies are like, yeah, we, we weren't expecting this, so you know we don't have a major issue with you doing it, but we you know we need to pay our investors, we need to pay our shareholders which are British pension funds as well. A lot of British pension funds, if you've got a pension, chances are they're going to have money into BBC, uh, BBC, the BP, Shell, um, Texaco, Exxon, whoever, uh, because they're the companies that make money. Uh, the problem with political parties is because people will agree with the crowd. They're, uh, they're in no matter what. It's human nature, the herd effect. Yes, you sound like Boris Johnson there, Master Beef. Boris Johnson's gone very quiet now, as has everyone else. Um, but yeah, the uh, Shell making lots of money. Now, ironically, I went to, just on the border of uh, Wigan and Hindley, um, um, I, was it Hindley? No, on the, on the other side of Hindley, there's a Shell petrol station, and I filled up my car with uh, unleaded that cost £1.55.9 per litre, and that's considerably cheaper than any other... Um, petrol station I saw it was on Tuesday and I drove to Manchester round Manchester Salford back again then to my mum's and back again so lots of petrol stations and none of them were even close to the Shell petrol station that was selling it for 155.9 
So uh, there you go. Anyway, I mean, we think British politics is screwed. <laughs> Thank God we don't live in Northern Ireland. Um, the, the long and the short of it is, we talk about opposed parties. Well, if you're my age, you'll remember the Troubles in Northern Ireland, uh, which was basically a civil war between the Protestants and the Catholics. Uh, and one side wanted to no longer be part of the United Kingdom and become part of the Republic of Ireland and have that whole island as one nation, whereas the other side wanted to keep their ties with the United Kingdom. So there were bombs going off left, right and centre. There was loads going off, in obviously, in Northern Ireland, a couple in Southern Ireland as well. And then we had them in the UK. We had them in Birmingham, uh, a good few in London. And we had the big one in Manchester in the 1990s, which I discussed when I was there on the uh, bus journey. It was 1992 when that went off. And it was all to do with this, this rift. Anyway, towards the end of the uh, 20th century, uh, an agreement came where all the parties agreed that they would they would form a government in the old government building which had not been used for a while because of the war uh, but they had to agree on certain things and it worked quite well for a while and then Brexit come along and completely messed it up um, I mean completely messed it up and the problem was then that now there's no government in Northern Ireland because the DUP, who's the second biggest party, won't agree with Sinn Féin, who are the political wing of the IRA, the Irish Republican Army, um, to actually agree to have someone as a speaker in order then to, you know, hold the meetings. Because we have a speaker, is actually an MP from Chorley um, in, in English Parliament, and they have them in uh, Scotland and they have them in Wales, but there's a lot of issues in, in Northern Ireland. And it looks like now we're heading towards a, um, this has happened overnight, but we're heading towards another election in Ireland, Northern Ireland, and the, the last one they had was only in May, and they've not been able to agree. I honestly don't enough about polit uh, know enough about politics to choose a party I support. Uh, to be fair, Master Beef, uh, that's uh, not unusual. Um, I mean, what you're in your mid twenties now, early twenties, twenty four, twenty five, something like that. Uh, I would imagine, at my at that age, I wasn't into politics either. Uh, but you know, since then, I've stood as an independent councillor. Um, I've twenty four, yeah. I've looked into um, various things um, to do with politics. I follow the news more, so I'm a lot more aware than what I was. But if there was a general election tomorrow. Actually, if there's a general election tomorrow, I'd vote Tory for Rishi Sunak. Um, but I wouldn't have necessarily, last week, voted Tory because of Liz Truss. That's how quick it can change. The, the issue I have with the Labour is, um, I mean, Sir Keir Starmer talks a lot, but he, he doesn't say a lot, if that makes sense. I don't know what his policies are. And I don't want, I don't think we should have a general election now so that we get a Labour government just because they're not the Tory party, if that makes sense. Because obviously the Tory party at the moment would lose um, because of everything. But we don't know what we get with Labour because they've not told us anything. We've got, we haven't got a clue what Labour are about. We don't know how they're going to fix the budget. We don't know how they're going to uh, help the National Health Service. 
prison service, uh, what they're going to do with the borders because we've got immigration crisis going on. No, nothing about them, at least with the Tories and with Rishi in charge, who's like an adult. We kind of, although he's the youngest one, like I've said for 200 years, we kind of know what we've got and where we're going. Whereas I, I can't imagine the current crop of Labour MPs. I mean, the you know, when you see the front bench, um, you've got the Ashton Underline MP, Andrew Lorena, and he's. He's, he's, she's, she's like a, oh, I've said before, she's like a washerwoman. You can imagine her screaming and shouting and, you know, throwing a finger out. But all the rest are just inane and got nothing about them. I can't, I couldn't actually name another Labour shadow cabinet minister because they're just, well, the kind of thing. And we do want a government like that. I think we've got a steady ship now. I think Rishi is going to be able to do the best he can, and probably do better than most, could do. Whether it's going to be enough or not, I don't know. But I think having an election now, just to vote in a Labour Party, just because they're not Tories, is not a way forward. And I think that's out of the frying pan, into the fire, because we genuinely have no idea what we're going to get if we get a Labour Party. Bearing in mind, every Labour Party, every Labour government we've ever had, uh, has left the country with more unemployment, higher taxes, and less money in the funds, than what it's had when it took office. So I can't see how that's going to change. Anyway, we digress. Things are uh, heating up. It's meant to be a debate, though. That's good. Um, so we're now going to talk about hairstyles. Now, <laughs> apparently, and I don't get this, uh, Afro hair uh, has been banned from schools in the United Kingdom. Um, and I'm like... <laughs> That's like banning someone for having a big nose. Or banning someone for having, I don't know, a, a freckle on the end of the nose or something. You can't help your hair. And if you want to grow your hair, as long as you're not disruptive, as long as it doesn't, um, you know, get in other people's faces, or literally, then what does it matter? Why is it such a big issue? I've never understood the hair thing. Like, you know, young lads are not allowed to have, like, tram lines in their hair or whatever when they're at school. Why? It makes them feel more confident in themselves uh, and less paranoid about what everyone's thinking about them because they've got the, what they think is cool. Then that's surely going to help their homework, isn't it, and everything. I mean, maybe, you know, don't go in with, with green hair or whatever, but when I was at school, okay, it was in the late 70s, early 80s, one of my mates became a punk. And prior to that point, he'd been the typical, uh, you know, all the girls fawned over him because he had blue eyes, uh, blonde hair, uh, you know, just a typical curtain, haircut and everything. We went on summer holiday, we he come back, he was a punk. And he had a massive Mohican, I mean, massive, shaved head, and then this Mohican that was all different colours. And he was still allowed in. He had pins in his blazer or whatever, because that who he, who, he, who he was, that's who he wanted to be, that's what he wanted to look like. And, you know, everyone took the mickey out of him to begin with, but we got used to it. And, uh, you know, eventually... He stopped doing it. He, uh, I think he only did it for a few months. Um, and then he, he just went back to having, well, his hair, because he'd done a lot of stuff with it, was brown then. But, you know, same thing. And uh, But I don't see what anyone's hairstyle has got to do with anything. I mean, you know, we wear people where we, we like, we, we, we like, we, we allow people to wear hijabs in school because that's their religion. So what's the difference between that and someone having a half row? Or, like I say, having a, a birthmark or... 
speech impediments. It, you know, it, it's it's who they are, and you shouldn't punish people for that. So British schools, wake up! I never thought I'd say that, but there you go. What can you do? Um, Elon Musk. Right, Elon Musk the other day went into Twitter headquarters with a bathroom sink. Now that wouldn't make sense. That would make sense if it was a stainless steel kitchen sink. But a bathroom sink, you know, it's throwing everything at it, including the kitchen sink. But walking in with a bathroom sink. Anyway, he's now bought Twitter, and he hopes to incorporate it or make it the starting block for his his. Uh, X app, which is going to be an app for everything. And I'm like, well, why do we need an app for everything? Because if I go on my phone and I've got all my apps there, so all I do is I just press the app that I want to go on. Um, I don't, if you're in uh, the X app, surely there'll be a menu where you have to press things. So what's the difference between pressing something in a menu in an app rather than on your home screen where the apps are? I don't get it. But anyway, what's that, Master Beef? In the long run, there will be no major improvements for the average person, no matter who's in charge. I think I think there will be. I think we, we should see a difference. Um... Schools banning haircuts is so stupid. You can't expect every person to dress and look a certain way and punishing them for being themselves. No, I mean, that, that's where you start getting to places like China, where you you have to have one of six designated haircuts in China if you're a man. Um, I think there's other countries where they do it as well. You can only have your hair in certain ways uh, and you get a choice. So, uh, yeah, not good. Not good at all. Anyway, Elon Musk has bought Twitter after the elongated wrangle that went on so fingers crossed we won't know it's any difference but he's on about bringing back Donald Trump uh, Kanye West <laughs> and uh, various other people as well onto the platform we've all been banned for inciting uh, hatred uh, violence and just being idiots so it'd be interesting to see how it goes um, and what else is there I think we're nearly there for the British ones but I've got a couple of memes Oh yeah, Northern Ireland, I mentioned, that's the, um, coming out of the discussion earlier on today. He spent all that money when he could have downloaded it free from the Apple Store. That's very good. I might have to use that joke myself. Uh, so going back to Dr. Who. Exactly, they are there to learn an education, not to learn fashion. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So Dr. Roo, like I say, she's coming back as well. Apparently. I don't know how it's going to work. I honestly don't know how it's going to work. So a couple of memes. Now, these memes were from the beginning of the week. I I'm glad you did. Oh, thanks. I mean, we don't know each other that well, but, you know, and you've only been on here today but I mean you know you're a decent companion so yeah I'll go with that um this was before this was Friday maybe Saturday these memes popped up so this is before Doctor Who so the irony is quite good although not for the first one 
uh, a little podium there and the king has asked me to come prime minister because the nonsense has gone on for long enough um, <laughs> um, which I thought was really cool uh, and that's off uh, Lad Bible well I should be a watching Grandad Bible really shouldn't I but anyway what you, well yeah you go and then another one, this is one I was on about. This is before Doctor Who aired. So this is actually quite intelligent. Uh, Liz Trust is the only PM to have an episode of Doctor Who air, or not to have an episode of Doctor Who air during their premiership since the show began in 1963. Now, to be fair, she did. Because... Um, they had the episode on Sunday and she was still Prime Minister on Sunday, but technically technically, she'd already resigned. Um, so Rishi needs to last now until November of next year. Uh, so at least he gets a, an episode of Doctor Who during his premiership. How, how does that work though? Because Doctor Who was off for like 10 years. So surely it's good we had different MPs, uh, different Prime Ministers in those 10 years that Doctor Who was off. Or was it the Blair years? Don't know. I don't know, I don't know, maybe Blair did the first, got the last episode of the first one and then maybe um, Scottish guy got the next ones. Anyway, a couple of memes, we like memes. It was off from 1989 to 2005, so that's not true then. That's not true then. But uh, I suppose it kind of shows the uh, the humour that what people have got because there was, no, there was no Prime Minister from 1985 to 2005. I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was more than 10 years, didn't it? It was quite that long. But yeah, when they brought it back, it was like, for God's sake, what are they bringing that back for? And now I love it, so, you know. Just shows what I know. Anyway, everyone's favourite bit now. Da, 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 da. It's Meanwhile in America. La, 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 America. Da, da, America. We all love news from America. Because they do some stupid things. Again, um, this is a light-hearted look at the news, but some of the American news is not light-hearted at all. But I'm just trying to point out to the, and the quite a lot of Americans listen and watch well more listen to this on podcasts than watch it. Uh, that the Americans are a little bit annoying. Uh, how did Chris Chibnall make three terrible series, then make an absolute classic for his last episode? <laughs> Probably because Russell T Davis was involved somewhere. I would have thought. Uh, I would have thought Russell T Davis would have been in the background going, no, you can't do that. No, but this is how I want to start my next series. I want uh, Tenant, and we'll have a, we'll have a flashback of uh, various other people. I must admit, Doctor Who, I watched uh, the, f oh, what was it called the Flux? I watched everything up to two episodes into the Flux, and then I stopped watching it. I just got bored because the Flux just went on too long. Uh, but then before this showed on Sunday, I watched. From the the last episode I'd watched, and then all the episodes after that to catch up, um, and yeah, they weren't great, but they weren't terrible either, I suppose. So, anyway, American news: Russell is the Lord and Savior. <laughs> he is indeed, and and he's back. I'm excited for Tenant's returning, but I kind of feel the new guy will be overshadowed. Uh, yeah, it will be overshadowed because I was expecting him to appear at the end of this episode. 
uh, and he didn't. And we've got, we now learn we've got three episodes with tenants. Because what I thought might happen is, it ends, and then the new series starts, and it's kind of him going, oh, I've got me same colour kidneys, and hmm, teeth that same and everything. And then he goes, blah, 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 and then changes into the new guy. Um, but no, we've got three episodes, and we bring him back, um, uh, Catherine uh, Thingamabobby, as is, what's the call it, companion. I must admit the companions have been a bit lame as well recently. Anyway. Um, now, I don't know about you, but I've been going on about um, the uselessness of electric vehicles for quite a while now. Uh, I don't see electric as the future. And someone said to me today that uh, Elon Musk has said he doesn't see electric as the future either. Uh, it's just a temporary stopgap because the batteries that you need and everything. But the other issue you have is when one of these batteries catch fire. I mean, these are bike batteries, but when these batteries catch fire, they don't go out very quickly. We do see him on the trailer for the 60th, so I think he'll somewhere be in it with Tenant before Tenant actually regenerates into him. Yeah, it could be. I mean, again, you know, we've already got a future Doctor appearing regularly in Doctor Who, i.e. the uh, uh, the big black lady. I like her. I think she's cool. Um, so we've got her appearing, and she's on that list of Doctors that we looked at before. So she is an official Doctor, but unnumbered because we haven't got to her yet. Um... And then you had the War Doctor and stuff like that. But then you got Doctors appearing from the past. So there's no reason why we can't have one appearing from the future, which is his next incarnation. I might even tell him, oh, I, I, I'm next, you're next, you're me next, or something like that, I don't know. But we'll have to wait and see. There'll be more twists in it than that, because that's why I'm not a scriptwriter. That's why Russell T. Davis is the genii of a, of a scriptwriter. I'm just kind of worried, though, that when this new guy takes over, the... Um, I can imagine the the uniform he takes. Um, oh, she's actually before the first Doctor. Actually, she is. That's a good point. Well made. She's before the first Doctor. Yes, 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 yes. I get confused, you see, because I didn't pay attention to that bit. Oh, God. She was better Doctor than Jodie in five minutes. The Fugitive Doctor. There you go. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, fires, batteries. Apart from all the chemicals that you need to dig up from the Earth ship around the world, make the batteries, put the acid in there, stick them underneath, when they run out, what are you going to do? How are you going to charge them up when everyone's got electric cars and not enough electricity? They're talking about giving us power cuts now, this winter, uh, around the world, because there's not enough electricity. So how the hell are we going to manage when uh, all the cars are electric? Uh, so what we need to do is we need to get hydrogen, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it doesn't make any sense because the TARDIS looks like a police box because it landed in the 60s, the very first episode. Um... That's Jimno's writing for it. <laughs> yeah, it should have been the uh, circular um, shoot thing, wasn't it? Because that's what it was originally, circular um, tube, like a toilet roll. Anyway, uh, massive blaze at New York City bike shop, possibly sparked by e-bikes. There's more than likely was caused by e-bikes. Because remember when we first started getting e-cigs, and then you got them um, batteries in the little... Um, uh, hoverboard things that don't hover, they've got wheels on. Um, you know, they used to go off all the time and explode and catch fire and all this kind of thing. So imagine this, you know, worldwide in cars. It's uh, it's scary. It is scary. Anyway, thankfully no one was hurt. <laughs> Biden. I mean, you know, we've, we've mourned about Liz Truss. Uh, Theresa May. 
and it, and it I almost forgot an M then I had to think uh, and uh, Boris and all that but um, well, at least we haven't got Biden mind you he's not Trump so it's not all bad um, Earth to Joe President Biden appeared to Zona after he was asked in a new interview whether his wife Jill wants him to run for re-election in 2024 I have not made that formal decision but it's my intention to run again and we have time to make that decision no disrespect, I don't think he's got much time for anything these days. I think we need to get a lettuce iris on, uh, on him. Uh, Pfizer say that COVID-19 vaccine will cost 110 to $130 per dose when USA stops paying. No worries, Master Beef. Um, I, I will see you all again. Uh, I'll, see you, I'll see you all again. I'll see you again later. Take care. And uh, thank you very much indeed for... Uh, watching and hopefully you might do it again they're all a lost cause yeah it's true uh, politicians definitely um so many people will because obviously in america you have to pay for it uh, over here uh you don't but uh, yeah they, they said wasn't that the one that said they weren't going to make any money from it and now the uh it's every friday every friday eight o'clock i do these videos live videos uh, other live videos I do are Tuesdays, but I don't I, I don't read them because I'm driving at the time. So yeah, stay safe, and uh, I might catch up with you later. So yeah, thankfully we get them for free. So uh, happy days. But if you're an American, oh dear. Ted Cruz, everyone's favourite um, senator, said no one ever. Um, Uh, Yankee fans give a Bronx welcome to Senator Ted Cruz during the team's loss, and, uh, loss against the Houston Astros on Sunday night. Several spectators flipped the bird at the Texas Senator as he waved to a sea of fans in the uh, bleachers at the Bronx Stadium. Um, three fans raised their middle fingers because there are some Americans who know bad Americans when they see them and uh, Ted Cruz up there definitely. A Michigan woman was arrested for failing to scan items, all items, at a Walmart self-checkout. Now, is this a new thing? I mean, we've had self-checkouts. I was working in Asda uh, in, God, when was it? 2008, take two years off that. No, take one year off that, 2006. So around about 2006, 2005, I was working in Asda and they installed self-scan tills. And I said to one of the checkout girls, these these things are going to take your job, aren't they? And she went, no, 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 they're not. Now admitted, it's been a long while. Um, but you go into Asda now, and there's hardly anyone on checkouts. You go into Tesco now, there's more people on checkouts in Tesco, but they've certainly increased. They've now got trolley checkouts, as well as basket checkouts, as well as the things where you scan your club card and you kind of pay for it as you go around the shop. Stuff. So, yeah, why are these new in America? Uh, and why is this news? A Michigan woman is being charged after allegedly stealing items from Walmart by not scanning all her items at the self-checkout. Police say the 34-year-old uh, was using the self-checkout at the Alfina County Walmart where loss prevention workers noticed she wasn't scanning every item. Really? Really? I mean, what really annoys me is when people scan all the stuff uh, because everything's weighted so you put your your basket down 
on the one side of the checkout and it weighs that and knows there's a basket there. And then when you take an item out, it knows how much weight's gone from the basket. And then when you put it down on the other side after scanning it, it, it expects that weight to end up there. Uh, and that's how it knows that, you know, that unexpected item is when you put something across that hasn't actually been scanned. So, I, 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 to be fair, at the moment, I actually prefer going to self-scans, I'm afraid. Uh, mainly because of uh, COVID. Uh, that's kind of put me on it. And I don't want someone touching stuff that's touched other people's stuff um, all day long. Um, so I'm I'm more of a self-scanner. But the thing that really annoys me the most is when people self-scan, pay for it, put it through, and then take a bag from that side and then start putting the food in the bag and don't pay for the bag. That really gets my goal. That's really annoying. That's almost as annoying as, it's not quite as annoying, but as parking in a disabled bay when you're not disabled, parking in a child parking bay when you haven't got a child with you. And uh, the new one is parking in the electric parking bay. I don't have an electric car, but the electric parking bay is there for a reason. When your car's not electric, that gets my goal as well. But nicking carrier bags really gets me wound up. Anyway, yeah, apparently, this is news in America. Apparently, they've just found out you can actually take stuff on the old, they must be the old ones that don't weigh stuff because it's a lot more difficult to do it now, <coughs> so I've been told. Um, then, <laughs> that, no, I've never, I've never done that. I'm always too scared of doing that. But yeah, it's news in America. Uh, judges side with California Baker over same-sex wedding cake. And again, America, you've got to love America because they're completely off their kinets. Uh Bakersfield, California. Bakersfield. It's a baker. See what they did there. Now, uh, a California judge has ruled in favour of a bakery owner who refused to make wedding cakes for a same-sex couple because it violated her Christian beliefs. Now, how many cans of worms do we want to open here? I opened a massive can of worms last week, which I, I was I was digging myself deeper and deeper in something. And I didn't want to... Uh, I knew what I wanted to say, but it's just come out all wrong. But this one... You're a baker, someone comes in and says, I want a cake. You bake a cake. You put on whatever they want. No doubt, in their time, they'll have done cookies where they put willies on it and boobies on it for people's birthdays or whatever. They'll have done stuff like that. But to do something like... It happened in Britain as well. And the bakers, to be fair, has gone bust that did it over here. Um, as has the one that celebrated the Queen dying in Scotland... It's been bought by a new owner. Um, you know, the bakery where she celebrated that the lizard is dead and all that kind of stuff. Well, uh, her business just went down the pan and she's sold it now. Uh, she's got new people in running it. So, yeah, hopefully this will go the same way. But um, a cake is a cake. You bake cakes. So it doesn't matter. It's not like you're going to take the cake into the church and say, look what I baked. I think this is fantastic. You're not going to do that. You know, I, I serve people when I'm in my shop that I don't like. But I don't... Oh, I don't know. I just I just don't understand how... If people want a cake and you bake cakes, you refuse to bake them a cake. And I think... I mean, it's California. There's free love and all that kind of thing. There are a lot of people going to boycott that shop. So they've really... You know, swallow your pride... Okay, maybe mumble about it to the staff. Oh, this is ridiculous. We're not doing this for all these bleep, 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 or whatever. 
but do it anyway get your money uh, put up shut up and keep your business but yeah be interesting to see in a few months time that picture will be up again and it says uh, California breaker Baker closes uh, after same-sex wedding cake fiasco or something similar uh, at least fingers crossed anyway the good news is there was no guns involved now America has got a keen eye on what's going on in Britain you'll be pleased to hear uh, who is Rishi Sunak okay <laughs> to be fair if you're American that's a decent question uh, the new UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is a former hedge fund boss who previously held the nation's treasury and has promised to, to restore integrity, professionalism and accountability to Britain after months of political upheaval. Sunak is the third Prime Minister to leave the United Kingdom since July. <laughs> you have to chuck that in, don't they? Uh, following, uh, it was for, for, uh, after Boris, who was forced to step down following a series of scandals uh, and Liz Truss, who was just completely useless. So, yeah, um, America seemed to be happy with our choice as well, which is slightly worrying, to be fair. Um, they have a lovely, you've got to love uh, the Russians. They are such a, a peace-loving bunch of leaders. I'm, I'm not having a go at the population in general at all, but, uh, you know, they are brainwashed uh, en masse, as are we probably to an extent, but no, certainly not to the extent they are. Um, but a Russian state TV presenter has said Ukrainian kids should be drowned. Um, and, the, and the RT channel, which has been banned in the UK now, has been incited of uh, accused of inciting genocide after a star presenter that should be uh, said that Ukrainian kids should be drowned or burned alive. Um, a guest called Ukrainian... A guest recalled Ukrainian kids complaining to him about Russian occupiers uh, as far back as the Soviet times in the 1980s. And uh, this TV, you can't imagine Michael Parkinson saying something like this. They should have they should have been drowned in the uh, Tennessee River uh, or burnt. I mean, this is state TV. This is like the BBC. I mean, we have, I mean, this is a prime example, isn't it? Still got his job, still working, still going on every night or however he goes on, still having his chat show and everything. So nothing's changed for him. We have a presenter on our news who smiles when Boris Johnson uh, pulls out of the election and says thank goodness for that. And she gets suspended for it. Go figure. Both state-run TVs. Stations. A risque uh, business. Uh, risky business. Passengers. Uh, High-risk behaviour busted by roadside camera. So there was a gentleman... <laughs> driving along the road he got a $680 fine and four detriment points or points on his license after a roadside camera uh, caught the front seat passenger carrying out a high risk act on the man behind the wheel now to be fair I don't think the act itself is high risk I think it's quite safe and many people enjoyed um, participating in that activity um, however Whilst driving on a, in a car along the road, that is uh, definitely a <laughs> high-risk um, thing to do. Uh, the camera is a phone and seatbelt detection camera, uh, and it located the woman um, went over from the passenger seat with a head in the lap of the driver um, whilst he was driving um, down the road. And uh, yes... Like I say, it's not a high risk thing at all. 
like I say, I dare say many people enjoy uh, that activity. However, there's a time and a place, and when you're driving a car on a freeway, that is not the time or the place. Hashtag just saying. Um, Biden calls Camilla Harris a great president. And yet another gaffe. Uh, president Biden on Monday called Vice President Camilla Harris a great president while wishing her a happy birthday in his latest verbal slip-up. Um, it is quite scary that he comes out with more rubbish than uh, Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush put together. But they still love him. Five tourists were trapped underground at, uh, at a Grand Canyon uh, cavern uh, place after the elevator breaks. So five people were trapped 200 feet underground for more than 24 hours at the Grand Canyons in Arizona. Grand Canyon Caverns, easy for them to say, in Arizona, after the elevator, the tourist attraction, malfunctions. The five tourists became stranded inside the country's large, largest dry caverns where there's an underground hotel suite and a restaurant at Sunday on Sunday. So it's not like the end of the world. It's not like them poor kids in Chile, wherever it was, who were, uh, you know, freezing to death and, and frightened of drowning as the water levels rose and they were stuck there for days. There was a hotel suite and a restaurant down there with them. So, uh, yeah, Ooh, shocking. But my, my thought on this is, why is there only one elevator? Surely, something like that, that has tourists going in there, there should be two elevators. And I'm pretty sure in mines, there were two elevators in the mines that we had. You didn't have one necessarily going in, you'd have a spare as well. So, yeah. Um, I, can, I can imagine, I can think of worse places to being stuck because of a lift malfunction than in, near a hotel suite in a restaurant in a cave that's dry. Anyway, it wasn't me, so... Um, Biden hails Rishi Sunak's ascension to UK Prime Minister as a groundbreaking milestone. Uh, he hailed the incoming Prime Minister Rishi Sunak uh, as groundbreaking milestone. Bed, uh, Biden mentioned the new Conservative Party leader at the White House to celebrate Diwali, uh, which is a major Hindu festival. Uh, the United Kingdom just today has got news that Rishi Sunak is now the Prime Minister, Biden said. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he's happy that we've got Rishi in charge. Um, he, he also called him... He, there's a clip of him where he gets his name completely wrong, but again, we'll let him off for that because, you know, I, can't, I don't get everyone's name right either, but mind you, I'm not the President of the United States of America. Mm. Now, there may be... I mean, going back to the, uh, the act going on in the car um, a couple of stories ago, uh, maybe... The young lady was just checking that she wasn't in the car with Harvey Weinstein and having a good look and just checking. Because apparently Harvey Weinstein's deformed genitalia is to be scrutinised at LA uh, crimes trial. Harvey Weinstein's alleged deformed genitalia will be laid bare and discussed in detail during his trial. Um, you've come at the right time, Reese. Who were, Mrs? Pardon the pun. Um, the disgraced Hollywood's mogul's accuser will take to the stand and describe unique things about his body, including his um, dangly bits, and uh, how he allegedly assaulted various different people. Um, yeah, I suppose it's got to be done, um, but ugh, I hope they don't get to know all these 
glory, glory, gory details. That's all I can wish for. Who knew? It's a shame um, the master's gone. Uh, kids that play video games perform better on cog cognitive sk uh, skills test. Uh, looks like Fortnite and Minecraft are not turning your kids' brains to mush. Uh, well, they're not, because I know when I play a lot of games, my reactions get better and better and better, because you're reacting really quickly, more than you would do in normal time. You have more reactions per second than what you do in normal life. If you're just sat watching telly, you're not reacting to anything. You might occasionally go, ah! like that, if there's a horror thing on a TV show, or someone that you, you like in a soap opera gets crushed by a caravan. What the hell? Um, yeah, I mean, these things... They're like that, but but this you know, get shot left, right, and centre. You're looking around, and you're like, woo wee, woo wee. And now they're saying that um, it's actually helping kids uh, study and work things out quicker because their brains are more attuned to solving problems very, very quickly indeed. Well, who knew? A couple of years ago, they were saying that everyone who plays Grand Theft Auto is going around murdering people and uh, committing arson and driving cars off cliffs. I don't think I've never done any of them. Well, not that I'm admitting to on here, anyway. Uh, there's a Spanish man who was travelling to the World Cup, uh, from Spain, obviously, uh, and he's going there. Uh, is he walking or biking? He's either walking or biking. And uh, he's, oh, by foot uh, for the uh, World Cup, and he's been arrested in Iran after visiting the grave of the young lady who died after she was arrested for violating hijab laws, human rights activist said. Um... The former paratrooper who's 41 has been missing since he walked over the northwest border in Iran about three weeks ago. Now it turns out he's in prison in Iran. Uh, now, you know, talking of nations we need to keep an eye on, uh, Iran is definitely one of them at the moment with their new Ayatollah Khomeini. The last Ayatollah Khomeini that we had was the one who started the Gulf War. So hopefully they, they release the guy and hopefully he manages to get to the World Cup in time. Hopefully he's actually made... I mean, even if they just escort him to the border and just took him into the next country, um, you know, at least he'll still be able to do his, his trip. One helps. Now, this is a tragic story. A gay couple posts a tragic photo, or photos, before jumping to the death in Armenia. Uh, a star-crossed young gay couple jumped to their deaths from a bridge in Armenia after sharing a kiss in their final photo. Uh, the organisation Pink Armenia reported that two men, identified as Arson and Tigran, leaped the 301-foot Davistan Bridge uh, in the capital of Yerevan last week uh, before committing suicide together on the October the 20th. Uh, again, why are people not allowed to be who they are uh, in any country in the world? I mean, we just talked about um, the World Cup. I mean, the human rights of Qatar is abysmal it's appalling it's shocking um and if you if they did something like that in the streets of qatar they'd get arrested now i know what people say ah yes but you know if you go to people's countries i say this if you go to people's countries you've got to uh, respect their laws and their religions and all that kind of stuff and i agree with that wholeheartedly but these countries have also got to respect human rights so you know i wouldn't necessarily walk around Qatar drinking, you know, bottles of bud um, and swearing at people and doing stuff like that. Because I know that's not what you do. 
in in Qatar. If you if you if you do drink, and most of them don't drink because they're uh, the Muslims, then what you do is you go to the hotel that you're staying in and you drink there. But human rights, if if you're gay, straight, bisexual, transgender, whatever, that's what you are, and you should be allowed to live your life without restrictions, being what you are, and for these two young lads to kill themselves because they've not been accepted by whoever is insane. It's so tragically sad. Um, like I said, I try and keep this light-hearted, but you just can't on stories like that. It's just, it's just dreadful. So thoughts with their families and hopefully their friends as well, and hopefully it will make a change you can't move out. The, you can't always move out of the country. That's you know that's a simple thing to do. But you know their families are there. Everyone they knows there. They go to a different country. You've got no money. You can't get there. It's I don't know. And plus Armenia isn't one of the easiest countries to get in and out of either. It is former Soviet. Remember. Right. This I don't get. Again, another tragedy. Four teens killed in a Buffalo car crash may be linked to a TikTok challenge. Uh, they died in a car crash that authorities believe may be linked to a disturbing new TikTok challenge. Thankfully, it doesn't tell me what the TikTok, TikTok challenge is. Um, a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, uh, and a 17-year-old um, Actually, is it two? Oh, they're aged from 14 to 17 were killed. Uh, again, I don't know what the TikTok challenge is or why people think. I mean, we had the tragedy earlier on this year of the young lad who was doing a TikTok challenge and ended up in a coma for a, a very, very long while. Um, and it, it, it does feel like TikTok is... I don't know. It's its testing the vulnerability of people who are vulnerable and, and making them do things that they would not be aware of if it wasn't for TikTok. And... You know, there's a lot of stuff on Facebook now. Uh, if you go on Facebook, there's all these, you know, things where there's people walking around putting buckets on people's heads in, in um, um, like being q style places and stuff like that. And it's obviously all staged. But th those kind of things, people might think, oh, I can do that in real life. And then you do it in America, you're going to get stabbed or shot or whatever. People won't see the funny side. And these things are dangerous. And TikTok is by far the worst. Because there's a number of kids who've tried the um, suffocation thing, whatever it is. I've no idea what this is. I didn't want to progress any further. I just thought it was tragic enough as it is. But, I mean, TikTok and other social media companies really need to take a close look at what their content is doing to people. We had the sad case the other week of that young British girl who committed suicide. And, and they looked at a history on Instagram. And it was all about taking your own lives, how you are... Um, a waste of humanity and, and all these negative things that were being pumped to her. And she even got an email recommending from tic, uh, from Instagram um, suicide sites and things like that because they're robots who control all this. It's not humans, but surely to God, they should be able to put in the algorithms that if, it, if the word death, suicide, depression or whatever repeatedly comes up in someone's feed, then you get a human to look at their feed, look at what they're looking at, and then maybe block everything on your site that has those words in it for that individual. 
to at least try and help. I'm not saying they could necessarily contact the individual because I don't think that would make any difference. But if you can block them from viewing stuff on your site. Um, oh, is it Reddit? No, it was Instagram because there was a woman from Facebook, Meta, who, who went there and said, um, no, no, it was definitely definitely Instagram. Uh, and, and she said, you know, we can't, we can't be... We, we, I think that what she looked at was okay for a teenager to look at and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, what planet are you on? If it was your daughter, you wouldn't be saying that. If it was your cousin, your niece, um, you wouldn't be saying that. It's amazing, isn't it? As soon as I slag off Facebook, the meta, I start getting lag. Uh, stricter rules, yes, but definitely stricter um, things as well. So yeah, they definitely need stricter rules, but they need the robots, because I appreciate that you, you can't have billions of people looking at uh, everything that's going on. Yeah, no, I'm right. I'm a goddamn genius. I'll oh, just wait for this lag to go away. Right, tell me when the lag's gone. It's not lagging anymore here now. Oh, it is a bit. Yeah, it is. Ah, how are we doing? I think it's gone. Yeah, I think it might have gone. It's still bobbing up a little bit. Anyway, we'll carry on regardless. Yeah, I think it sorted itself out now. So, uh, that was the tragedy of TikTok and other social media as well. Uh, St. Louis uh, shooter, school shooter, uh, as, was as pictured in an eerie yearbook as new details emerge. That went really laggy at this end. The isolated uh, loner, teenager, who killed two people in uh, St. Louis High School was captured in an era yearbook photo looking sullen and expressionless. Uh, the picture of Orlando Harris was confirmed by police on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, there's more about him later. Again, though, teenagers getting guns and going into schools. I don't... I, 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 um, yeah, yeah, we seem to be okay, yeah. It's got a warning up on the YouTube page for me, but it seems to be working all right and I'm not getting the notifications for the lag. Uh, here we go. Uh, Biden mangles New Year... New Year... <laughs> I can't even say UK. Biden mangles New UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's name during Diwali events. President Biden butchered UK Prime Minister's Rishi Sunak's name on Monday uh, while calling the new, new leader's achievements outstanding and groundbreaking. Uh, Biden's very noticeable mispronunciation. See, it's me having to go at Biden for not being able to speak properly. Uh, mispronunciation of the new PM's name uh, came during a White House event celebrating Diwali. Uh, 
uh, Rashi, Rashi Sanuk is now the new Prime Minister, uh, said Biden. <laughs> Be fair, he only got two words wrong. I got the whole thing wrong. Now, this is a weird one. I know where the bodies are buried, and I warm up my war. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. They've had them for so long, it's pretty much impossible for them to get rid of them all. There is, that is the point, uh, Reese. They've had them since the uh, Declaration of Independence. Um, yeah, and a lot of Americans don't have guns. That's the, that's the thing. A lot of Americans don't have guns, but uh, a lot of Americans do have guns. And they're the ones who seem to, well, not all of them. I mean, only isolated a few, but people should not be able to get hold of guns so easily. There's more about guns later, anyway. I know where the bodies are buried. I, I, <laughs> I were, a woman claims, uh, a dad was a ruthless serial killer who killed nearly 70 women. Uh, a woman has claimed that her late father was a ruthless serial killer who murdered dozens of women before his death. Uh, he died about 10 years ago. Uh... She also suddenly claimed he enlisted her and her sibling to help move the bodies of the deceased women and bury them. That's why she knows where they are. Well, surely then she's a, 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 an assistant to murder, even if she was only a kid at the time. And then to wait 10 years after his death before saying anything to anyone. It's a bit weird. I think he's got more than something wrong in his mind, Angela. Uh, Biden gets fifth COVID shot, uh, says virus is still a threat, weeks after calling the pandemic over. Well, we all know by now that like flu, COVID is going to get worse during winter because more people are going to be in contact with people in tighter environments, i.e. indoors. So you, you, you're more likely, instead of going to a barbecue outside, you're more likely to go around for a meal to your friends, if that's the kind of thing you do. Um... But, uh, yeah, he's had his fifth shot. I mean, this is going to go on forever, isn't it? Uh, there's two two new variants that have been found in Britain, but they're still deciding whether or not they're worse or, or uh, less worse than the Omicron variants. Variant. So, uh, yeah, either way, watch this space. I, I went to the shop, actually, earlier on, uh, near me. And there were a couple in there, and they were just coughing the guts up. And I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere near you. So when I come home, I, uh, I, I just showered in, in hand sanitizer. I didn't really. That'd be weird. Uh, an eight-year-old Houston boy shot, and he was killed by his ten-year-old brother. Again, why are kids... Okay, you've, you've got guns in your house, right? Because you're allowed to have guns in your house. That doesn't mean you leave them lying around for your under 10 kids to play with. No, my new shop is not going to be in Lee. It's going to be in Wigan. Don't be stupid. Uh, an eight-year-old boy was accidentally shot and killed by his older brother in their Houston apartment on Monday afternoon. Uh, 3pm to a residence in City Bears Creek Crossing Apartments where an eight-year-old victim was allegedly struck by a bullet while his 10-year-old brother was handling a shotgun. Um, a 13-year-old sibling was also at home, but was unarmed. So there were three kids in a house with a shotgun, and guess what? One of them gets killed. America, wake up. Please, for the sake of your children. Cop 
finds an Amazon driver dead in front yard after an apparent dog attack. Uh, and Amazon, this is horrible. Oh, sarcasm, I think it was, mate. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, an Amazon delivery driver was found dead. Uh, not, not that, sorry, I was reading a comment then. Uh, not this. Uh, outside a home in Missouri following an apparent dog, cat leading, uh, dog attack leading cops to shoot dead two aggressive animals. I mean, we often joke about, you know, being a postman in Britain, being chased down the garden path by a, you know, a little pooch or whatever, but for, to lose your life, possibly, because you're delivering a parcel to someone who's got dogs that are uncontrollable. That's horrendous. Again, thoughts and prayers um, to the families and, f and friends of everyone involved in that. This is a weird story as well. Missing grandma's body found in a monster python that swallowed a hole. A grandmother was swallowed whole by a 22 foot long python in Indonesia. Um, they cut the python open and her remains were inside. Um, she'd gone to collect rubber from her plantation in uh, Jambi on Sunday and she failed to return and they found a rather large python um, after finding just her sandals. So yeah, again, horrible, 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 horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, this is another one about the uh, stranded tourists. Five tourists who spent more than 26 hours stuck on the ground in Arizona cavern following an elevator malfunction have been lifted to safety, officials said on Tuesday. Thank goodness for that. There's only so much uh, hospitality you can take in uh, any one time, isn't there? Right, here's a new villain of America. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West is no longer a billionaire after Adidas cuts ties. Now, I don't understand how your money just disappears. I'll be honest with you. If you're a billionaire, you're a billionaire. And, okay, he's a madman, he's a nutter, he's a loony, he's uh, a racist ironically um, he's anti-semitic he's talked rubbish uh, but his music's really really good and that's where juxtaposition goes he's I mean he's not gone round and you know done horrible things to people directly he's merely vented his opinion on things to people um, and rightly so some companies have got a bit upset so Kanye West has lost his status as a billionaire after Adidas uh, ended a lucrative Yeetzy apparel deal in response to a series of bizarre anti-Semitic meltdowns, according to Forbes. He was estimated at $2 billion, um, and $1.5 billion was attributed to his relationship with Adidas. Um, so now he's basically only worth uh, half a billion dollars. God, imagine... Imagine having just that amount of money. Now, one of my friends has recently become a father. Um, his girlfriend, fiance, has had a baby. And uh, he said to me, he says, they keep going on about having to sterilise everything all the time. Everything's got to be sterilised all the time around the baby and everything. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, the baby's a little bit premature, so it kind of makes sense. But I do think there's a, a tendency to over-sanitise um, things. However, this gentleman kind of took it too far the other way, but then also proved the point as well, indirectly.
the world's dirtiest man, uh, who last showered 60 years ago, uh, died aged 94. Uh, an hermit who'd been unofficially dubbed the world's dirtiest man after not showering for some 60 years has died at the age of 94. Um, he was known for his grime-covered skin and matted hair uh, and he abstained from washing because he believed soap and, and, and that was interfering with his body and he lived to 94. So it kind of proves the point that uh, you know maybe we are a bit too clean on everything and then little things come along and just wipe us out so 94 though I mean for a bloke that's good but for a bloke in the Middle East that's amazing and for a bloke who basically lived as a hermit even more amazing gun crime in America oh I didn't think this was a thing oh yeah hang on a minute eight innocent bystanders in one month have been have been caught by bullets in crossfire. Um, a 16 year old girl hanging around with her friends after school, uh, she was struck. A grandmother walking home uh, with a grocery, where she was struck. A retired cop heading to his job with a child uh, was struck. Loads and loads and loads of people are being caught up in, it's, it's like the Wild West, but it's in New York City. The crime rate in New York City at the moment is horrendous. Um, you've got people being pushed off um, the platforms in front of trains. You've got people being robbed and stabbed on the trains in the subway system. You've got people being caught in crossfire. You've got people being killed. I mean, you know, everyone says New York's a city you should go to. I think I would avoid it like the plague at the moment. Um, I'm not saying we're, you know, you're much safer in Moss Side or anything, but certainly it's not, it's not good at all. Uh, at the moment there and here's another one we remember the Uvaid um, shooting massacre with the 19 school kids uh, all under 10s uh, and two teachers getting shot well there are um, the there's footage now from the cops basically saying that they don't want to actually go into uh, attack the gunman because they don't want to get shot themselves so there's kids being shot not like you know shot individually and they're just outside whinging and moaning, moaning about it and saying they don't want to go in they don't want to be the one that goes in because they don't want to get shot i mean don't be a policeman if that's what you think uh, and don't be a policeman in america if that's what you think you know children died unnecessarily uh, because of their ineptitude it's like getting inept oh, god i hate these people so much Climate protester glues his head to girl with a pearl earring, the famous painting. Uh, climate protester glued his shaved head to the world-famous girl with a pearl earring at a museum in The Hague on Thursday. The latest in a series of stunts targeting iconic artworks. Uh, second activist glued his hand next to the painting on the wall and then poured a can of tomato soup over the head of the first man. Um, yeah, bulletproof vest, you're right. And they've also got the uh, masks as well that they could wear. There are ways of dealing with it, but, you know. Um, I don't understand what these people think they're doing. Why gluing yourself to an, an art masterpiece is going to help your cause for people to stop using oil? Like I said last week, it doesn't matter what you do, 
we can't stop using oil literally immediately. It's impossible. Uh, we need to build other replacement fuels. Um, and I think all these people should just be simply taken away and put somewhere where they can live with that oil. Mars. Rwanda. Um, they've got nothing better to do. That's all it is. They've got nothing better to do. So they think we'll just mess up other people's lives innocently. I mean, the blocking roads, there are people who can't get to hospital, um, can't get to work, can't get to school, college, court cases, whatever, because these idiots are disrupting people's lives on a cause that I get, but is completely pointless because we can't switch things off overnight. It's, we're, we're, as, a, as a world, we're trying to sort it out, but we can't do it overnight. So, you know, stand with a placard outside somewhere, by all means. Stand outside petrol stations, by all means. Um, you know, lobby your MP, by all means. But doing the stuff that they're doing, you know, going on that bridge last week, uh, pouring uh, soup over a Van Gogh painting. I don't get what the point is. I don't get what it proves. It, it's just pathetic. Um... And it's not going to, it's, no one's going to do anything because of them. So what we need to do is, yeah, send them to Rwanda. We've got planes waiting. Just send them to Rwanda. They don't use as much petrol there, as much oil. They'll be fine. They'll, they'll live happily ever after. Probably. They'll be lucky. Um, sorry. Just getting a bit angry then. Getting a bit angry then. I'm getting a bit angry then. I'm all right now. Um, where are we up to? I think I've actually jumped a row here, but don't mind. Yeah, well, I was talking about that last week, Angela. Uh, protesters who poured milk uh, on the floor in supermarkets. Um, it's, you know, that, that doesn't solve anything. All that does mean that the, the amount of milk that they've spoiled by throwing it on the floor, the the the, the the farts and everything that's come out of the cow that they're protesting about has been completely wasted. Completely useless. So, yeah. Don't get it. Ray, Kanye West. He's such a hunk. Look at him there. Looks like he's... I don't know. What's happened there? Looks like he's been decorating his hallway or something. Uh, Kanye West taunts Adidas as he mocks companies dumping him. Kenny West has fired back at Adidas after the sportswear giant severed ties with him as he poked fun at the growing list of companies dumping him over his anti-Semitic hate speech. The rapper, now known as Yee, resumed posting to his 18.3 million followers late Wednesday, starting with a sniper at Adidas. Um, it's like... Oh, he's like, he's like a child in a man's body, isn't he? It's really, really bad. Right, this is our uh, friendly... School shooter. Family asked cops. Now the family asked the cops to take guns from St. Louis gunman uh, Orlando Harris days before the shooting. So the family were concerned. They raised the concerns with the police. Told the police to take the guns. Um, asked for police for help for removing the AR-15 style assault rifle from him nine days before the rampage. But it somehow ended up back in his hands, police said. Oh yeah, did it? And, and now people are dead and injured because of that. 
Um, yeah. Camilla Harris is mocked for gushing over a yellow school bus. <laughs> Someone said. They, they really can't let her talk in public. Uh, another brainless wonder is uh, Kanye West. Yes, indeed. We're going back to him, don't we? Uh, Vice President Camilla Harris experienced a new round of mockery after touting the love of the yellow school buses during a, a Seattle appearance on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> she said, uh, four electric school buses to announce a nearly $1 billion being awarded to school districts to replace older buses with electric vehicles. And uh, they're mocking her now for saying that she likes yellow buses. I can think of worse things that she could like. So, yeah, fair enough. Uh, California sheriff's deputies arrest 12-year-old for allegedly threatening to shoot up a middle school. So a 12-year-old boy was arrested on Monday for allegedly threatening to shoot a, a, his middle school. Deputies responded to a suspicious circumstances call on Monday. Um, and they were dealing with him and they, uh, uh, several students have heard another saying that he was going to come in and shoot the, uh, the school up. Uh, why did the family not take control of the boy? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's one of them that you just can't. We've all know people who've got family where there's uh, someone who they can't actually control. Madame Two Swords in London pulls Kanye West figure in wake of his anti-Semitic remarks. Kanye West London wax double has fallen victim to the, his latest meltdown. The famous wax museum, Madame Two Swords London, is yanking a wax figure of West from their floor in the wake of the rapper's anti-Semitic remarks earlier this month. Um, it's it's one of them things, isn't it? You've I think that's the right thing to do. Um, under the circumstances, uh, but talking of Madame Tussauds, those uh, oil protesters went in there and threw custard pies at the uh, waxworks of the new king and queen consort. So Madame Tussauds is having a hell of a publicity thing at the moment. But yeah, can you West? Can you believe it? Oregon police sees enough fentanyl to kill 4 million people uh, from a passed out driver. Uh, 18 pounds of fe uh, fentanyl pills, enough to kill 4 million people. I mean, how, why are these, why, why are people actually, why are people actually putting these things in their bodies? If 18 pounds of that can kill, kill, not make happy, 14 uh, four million people, why the hell would you put even a gram of that or a microgram of that inside your body? Uh, again, it, it just it, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand why. I understand why people get involved with drugs. I get that. But I don't understand why you would go to something as dangerous as uh, fentanyl just for the whatever it does for you. It, I just think that's that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. Uh, what are we up to? Oh no, done that one. Uh, yeah, I've gone too far. I've gone too far down. Where are we at now? That one. Well, this is a weird one. World's fastest shoe claims it will make people walk 
250% faster. What? Uh, you, you may walk 250% faster in these robotic engineered uh, shoes. They're the world's fastest shoes that will make people easily walk at speeds topping out at 7 miles an hour. The battery power powered shoes, kicks called moonwalkers, look like skates that can be strapped onto regular shoes, but they're reportedly powered by AI and an algorithm that allows users to walk normally without any hand control. Yeah, how many lawsuits are going to be coming from them? To them even for people getting knocked over by people who, who can't control them or people who have brought their ankle from them or whatever god knows president biden the world's sanest man i mean he's not the world's most insane man but he's up there uh pushes a corvette to 118 miles per hour in a drag race against uh Colin Powell's son. President Biden is burning rubber away from the midterm campaign trail. The 79-year-old uh, took his 1967 Corvette Stingray for a spin in an episode of CNBC's Jay Leno's Garage that aired on Wednesday. Uh, Biden's green convertible featuring a 350 horsepower V8 engine and a four-speed manual transmission was no match for uh, Powell's more powerful automatic Stingray. But he got to 118 miles an hour. Uh, oh, the shoes, yeah, what if they break down? That's a good question. What if the batteries run out? Mm. That is a very, very good question indeed. We should be looking into that at some point in the future. So that's it for American news, but we've got some weird British news as well. Oh no, sorry. That's the one. A uh, 5.1 magnitude earthquakes hits California Bay Area. Now, they've been waiting for the the big earthquake to hit uh, California, San Francisco, all that kind of thing. Uh, but they've had a 5.1 magnitude earthquake uh, on Tuesday, 11.42am, uh, which means most people will be up and about. Um, it was felt in San Francisco and far as Sacramento. Uh, it's not the... The worst earthquake they've ever had certainly not the worst earthquake they've had in recent years but it has been uh, clocked as notable and uh, we just hope that it was a one-off uh, because even when the big one hits it is going to be horrendous now this is putin on a completely different planet than everyone else just when you thought he couldn't be more weird. He's more weird. He's having people baptise troops who've been killed already in Ukraine so he can claim that it is a holy war. Um, he's also baptising them before they go out as well now so that they are um, God's army. Or whatever he thinks it is. Now again, this could well be absolute garbage. And it could be propaganda from the West side. But looking at what Putin's been up to. you like, this would not surprise me in the least if it was a genuine thing. And he genuinely thinks that people are going to say, oh, well, it's a religious war. Uh, in that case, uh, we support Putin. And uh, let's get rid of all the... Uh, 
of the West, shall we, and met Putin, the ultimate uh, leader of the world. God, I hope not. Anyway, God. Next week, I predict, uh, for what week that was, is hopefully going to be a little bit more less political orientated. Because I'm assuming that uh, now we've got, like I say, a grown-up running Britain uh, as a Prime Minister, I'm assuming that we are not going to have as much news. Now, I've done this before where I've shown you when I first started doing these news programmes. My bit of paper. Got a little booklet and everything. I'll get a big one for next year. And that's what I wrote for the first one. Uh, Desmond Tutu, uh, Tony Blair, Prince Andrew, uh, getting off at a technicality. Boris doing nothing but regarding Covid, uh, the Nevermind album cover guy, and uh, Statue Tennis. I don't know what Statue Tennis is, but that's what I wrote last last time, uh, when I first started doing these. And that's what I've wrote this time. That is what is going on now. And I'm hoping to get back to more <laughs> normal stuff, because my notes are uh, being absolutely mullered. Welcome back, Master Beef. You have been missed. Well, you might have been. Uh, um, so, yeah, that is it for today. Um, seeing as Mike is, Mike is back. No, Dave is back. There we go. Seeing as Dave's back. We'll, uh, we'll, oh, no, 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 no. There we go. We shall leave you with a lovely picture of the new old Doctor Who. Um, spoiler, by the way. Sometimes it's good to have. I was just playing games and more. Ah, okay. As long as you weren't doing what uh, the uh, motorist was doing in America, which you missed. Obviously, on your own. Where are we? Let's get out for him. Don't miss us. Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Where's he gone? There it is. As long as you know you weren't, you know, involved in anything untoward, that was fine. The more bit worries me. See. So anyway, yeah, we're uh, we're at the end of the broadcast. So thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for interacting. Um, it's been a decent chat tonight as well. I can either confirm or deny. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun tonight. Don't forget if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe. Check out uh, various playlists. This is also available as a podcast. Uh, more people listen to it as a podcast than uh, watch it on uh, watch it when I do it, which is a bit weird because it's more of a visual thing. But anyway, uh, it is greatly appreciated. And um, yeah, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to give us a like. And uh, all being well, I will see you again next week for hopefully. A quieter what a week that was. Although I might have some personal stuff to uh, chuck in as well. Although I'm doing that on my personal vlog, which I do every Sunday. So yeah, lots going on on the channel. It's a, I always say it's a very bizarre channel. This. So we've done uh, just short of two hours on the news, 
uh, in my unique style. We've had a chat about things. We've discussed everything from Doctor Who to um, what else have we discussed? Well, everything. I mean, there's nothing we haven't discussed. It's been one of them, hasn't it? I need to get rid of that picture in case someone pops in and like, what the hell's he showing a picture of that for? Because that's how we do it now. You yeah, don't want to be showing that. No, 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 no. Should I put that up instead? There you go. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Like I say, it's been, it's been good to chat. So, big shout out to... I don't watch TV or movies. Any, uh, uh, who uh, was very brief, actually. Uh, JT and Rachel. Uh, stay green, stay safe. Uh, no, stay green, stay in the woods. Smiley Mac, uh, Boris Johnson, who actually popped in, but he's got not all else on at the moment. Angela, uh, Master Beef, um, Reese, Yeah, oh, I will be doing a live stream for Halloween uh, where I'm playing horror games and I've got my makeup sorted out and everything uh, for that. So uh, we will uh, we will we will start doing that. The, the, the only problem I have with doing TV movie reviews is you have to clip things to refer to what you're on about, and I don't want to clip things and then get a copyright strike and lose the channel when I built it up to this. So. Uh, Plus, I don't watch a lot of TV. I mention it in passing occasionally. I say I don't watch a lot of TV. I do watch a lot of TV. But I don't watch a lot of TV um, that people would be interested in. You know, I, I, I like, like Abandoned Engineering and um, Meet the Richardsons and stuff like that. And uh, Gogglebox and other nonsense uh, that's on TV. I don't watch, like, Peaky Blinders or Out. Although we did discuss Doctor Who. And I'd have to make notes. But again, you'd have to show clips. And I don't know if you can show clips or not. Because it's copyrighted. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of peered out into this now. I don't even know what this is anymore. What are we doing? What are we doing now? <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks very much for watching. Indeed, you still are. Hi to Toph as well, if you're around. Uh, hope you're good. And I pressed the wrong button. Oh, no. Oh, blinking egg. Press the wrong button. Meet the Richards is a top tier. It's generally baffling how many people don't know it's satire, though. Yeah, I, I mean, the the thing is with Meet the Richards and the satire, it's filmed as a documentary, isn't it? So it's it's filmed as, um, as a documentary, and it's done like that. I mean, my travel videos that I've done, I don't think you've watched any of them, Master Beef, uh, from uh, Let's Explore, Let's Walk Round, Let's Visit, Let's Go To, all them series are all spoof and I'm obviously talking absolute garbage when I'm when I'm in a town or whatever going on about you know the Welshies and all that kind of stuff uh, being small so they have to have small houses to live in otherwise they feel like the two but I mean it's absolute twaddle or you know um, this building which is obviously dated 1512 was built yesterday afternoon at 12 minutes past three and people think it's serious so, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I did, I've, I've seen all this series, to be fair. I did see the David Tennant episode. But I did like him when he did that thing during lockdown. I thought that was brilliant. Um, 
can't what it's called now. Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was really good as well. I mean, you know, Tennant is a very good actor who can do things like Doctor Who, uh, but he can also go in and do like Macbeth and all that kind of stuff as well. A lot of pumpkins appearing on my street. So, <laughs> not there's anything wrong with that, that's fine. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm going to... Your humour is so good because 99% of the people don't get it, it's a joke. Yeah, exactly. I don't have canned laughter. Um, what I often do is, I'll say something like, you know, um, this building here uh, is uh, black and white because it was built that long ago. Colour hadn't been invented. And then I'll, I'll look at the camera and go, kind of thing, as if to say, you know, that's absolute rubbish. But, uh, yeah, people take it so seriously. How dare you slag off my town? How dare you say that? I think you'll find, I think you'll find actually that the building was built in uh, 1512 and was the first building in the town uh, that incorporated running water and all that kind of garbage I get. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's a joke. But that's now at the beginning of them on the Let's Go To, which I haven't done many of because I haven't had the money to travel to go to these places. Um, I do a, like a two minute, one and a half, two minute uh, real history of the town. So they know that I know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then I'll slag it off for the rest of the video. Um, so yeah, I'll do like a, you know, I did, um, where was it? I don't know. Uh, Wakefield, or Wakefield. Uh, actually, I, I did Wakefield, uh, and I refer to it as Wakefield all the time. Uh, yeah, uh, to take the mickey out of it. And then when I come back here and I do the history of it, actually it used to be called Wakefield, and that's how they pronounced it. So I was actually pronouncing it in the oldie days way, although I was trying to take the mickey by pronouncing it wrong. But saying Wakefield is pronouncing it wrong, you should say Wackfield. So, yeah. Anyway, we digress terribly. So, yeah, thank you very much for watching, everybody. Um, like I said before, uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and uh, hopefully we'll see you all again in a week's time. I've got, I've got so much stuff to say about the history of Wigan that is absolute BS. You will not believe it. And I'd like to say I haven't had the time to do it, but obviously that's a lie. I have had the time to do it, but um, I've just not got round to it. And uh, I've, I've, oh, I've, I've, yeah, oh, you've, you've, you've reminded me on that. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to do that next few days when it's nice. I'm gonna be going around doing the true history of uh, Wigan, but true love, little things around it, like true history of Wigan. And uh, take the absolute mick. For example, did you know that mining was not the first thing in Wigan? To be fair, it wasn't. The first thing in Wigan was the Springs, which is why there's a lot of places called Springs, Spring View, New Springs, uh, because the Springs were uh, thought to be beneficial in the older days uh, for health and things like that, but it didn't take off like Buxton and other places and Bath. Uh, but that's why the Romans came here for the Springs. So, yeah, but obviously I'm not going to mention any of that. Anyway, <laughs> you take care. Uh, and I will see you all again. Um, so, yeah, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Don't do anything daft. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you again next week to see what a week that was. Until then, bye. Whew. Well, that went one way or two didn't it uh yeah it was uh 
I've had a bit of an issue, a technical issue in the, um, the, <laughs> the, 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 uh, so people still talking in the chat. Do you know the pies were invented to keep Wiganers? Uh, yeah. But the good news is, uh, the broadcast is over now. <laughs> the amazing news is you've actually got to the end of it. So well done on that one. Um, please tell your friends and everyone, if you're the American military, I am not trying to take over the world. Uh, not enough people are watching. I'm not Vladimir Putin. So, uh, yeah, your little army base you've got, you can leave me alone. So, <laughs> you take care. And I'll speak to you again soon. Until then, goodbye. <laughs>